Mike check. Mike check. <laughs> Mike this check. Is my free week. She's always coming for me. She's Mike like check. My, sister bro, I never wanted. Your ass. You, All right, guys, we're out of time living here. We chatter, chatter, <laughs> chatter, chatters. Venting and Vino podcast with myself and chatter co-hosts. Tiani Warren was that? I was supposed to allow that introduction. Um, I just want to give a shout out to all the New Yorkers whose wallets will get fatter now that Melania Trump and Barron have left. Oh, thank God. New York. Any, let's, before we get into that. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about that. that. That's all I was going to oh, say. Okay. It's a happy day for you guys. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm Nikki Trends. I have nothing else to follow up with that. But my best friend's here. Best hey. friend, introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? It's Davis Northern back in the mix Our with these lovely guests. ladies. Our favorite guest. Yes, yes. Thank no you shade to anybody back. else, my best. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna have a lot of tweets after that. Our favorite guys. You can't be showing favoritism on here. I'm Wait, but we didn't have that though. many guests. He's been here multiple times. <laughs> That's why. Well, okay. Indeed. So I'll take it. Uh, oh, he's coming. So, he's coming for your other guests. What other guests? What up? Venting Vino Venting Vino podcast, where we talk about shit on our minds after work, and beginning with our air it out segment. Davis, since you're the guest, we start with you first. Oh. We, we always start. Come on. You gotta talk into the mic. You gotta have something good. Yeah, you gotta talk into the mic. Okay. Um, my air it out. So let me think about this. Uh, my air it out would have to be, I'm not sure. I didn't really think about this ladies. <laughs> Why don't you air it out about Wonder Woman's editing? Go ahead. Oh, you, okay. you got two minutes, Davis. Listen, yes, yeah. I know. So I'm a filmmaker, but here's the thing. I think Wonder Woman was incredible. I think it was awesome. And this is up for debate. But the one thing that really annoyed me. Listen, the one thing that really annoyed me was the ending. I just felt like we have this really strong female character that's a superhero. She has her own movie. She's dominating the movie. She's carrying it on her own. And then the one thing, spoiler alert, please, please mute this if <laughs> No, we're not. It's spoiler but, alert. <laughs> but uh the one thing that annoyed me is the fact that what took her to the next level, what allowed her to level up was the fact that her love interest got killed. And I just thought that if we would would have, if they would have re-edited that just a little bit, I, w I wasn't agreeing with the fact that that was the reason that got her out of that bind. And I think that her being such a strong female character, she could have easily, we could have re easily re-edited that so that it didn't seem like that that was the reason she got out of that. But, but they wanted it to be seen as but they wanted to be and I just wanted to I just <laughs> wanted it to like drive it home and that not being a driving factor for her you know but I'd never seen Batman versus Superman but didn't they like stop fighting because they had to save Martha or some shit because yeah. their moms had to save Martha <laughs> so <life. exactly laughs> so like, that's like the same kind of dumb yeah, I mean, I get it, but there's so many male-driven <laughs> stories out there. That, you are you know, not getting any sympathy from this <laughs> side of the room. I think they did a great job editing the way they, they did. She is strong and has emotion just like anybody else. All yeah, right. All yeah, right. I know. Well, then let's go to Nick. What's your air it out? I hope it is. My air it out is Davis over here talking about that. Uh, what do we can't feel it? No, um, I'm so happy that it's summertime. Yeah. But the last two days of being like a thousand degrees outside is just not a good luck for me. I've decided the heat is not where I'm supposed to be at at all. I'm cranky. It's hot. Um, to the people out there who want to wear, uh, you know, booty shorts and crop tops, please make sure you can wear it. No, um, body shaming. Don't do I that. don't care don't if it's do body that. shaming. If you are not good friends, if you let your friends walk outside looking at a hot mess, just for your body, people. Just for your body. 
but that's all right. it. That's all I gotta say. I'd like to say that that those are not the views of everybody at this podcast. <laughs> 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 it's what you want to do, booze. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Well, T, why you were go ahead? What's your air it out, T? All right. I just want to, um, you know, like our dumbass president. I feel vindicated because um, the Mummy reboot flopped. And I told you guys this was going to happen. I told you the mummy was going to suck. Oh, did it? Nobody was yeah. going to see that shit. And the critics were going to review it and say it sucked. I didn't see it. Yeah. Didn't it come out number two? Number two, but like far behind Wonder Woman. Well, duh. I mean, yeah. Wonder but Woman. <laughs> no, number, no, no. Number two doesn't count? It. No, number the critics, it's at like 17% on oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't read, my parents, I don't read like, reviews. My par- but my parents, they're pretty, they're like popcorn movie type people and they saw the mummy and they're like it was it was crappy it was garbage you don't care oh, about okay. it you don't care about tom cruise you don't care about anybody but you know it's not like a a reboot from the actual like that no it's a reboot of mm-hmm. the that's right okay like don't try to have manny coming for me i'm it's not i'm just telling you so oh what they're trying to do like all the monster movies yeah it's a so reboot. but oh, like the, the brendan fraser one wasn't like that it's i'm not saying it compared to, I'm, I'm not just saying, saying you just sound really tonight. upset about Don't, it. You, it just sounds like I just want to show this air it out is not the views of everybody on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The mummy sucked. I knew it was going to. They're going to struggle with their stupid dark universe plans because nobody's going to want to see it. But that's it. That's all I wanted to say. I knew I was going to be right about that, but let's continue. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I knew I was going to be right about that. I knew, right I on knew this was last year when I saw okay. the trailer. Right. Right on, Tiani. <laughs> Come on. Y'all know how long I said that. <laughs> um, my, I mean, my, my air it out is with, with, with Zipcar. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, my first time, so, so and, and we'll get into it during reasons why, but my girlfriend and I, we crashed a wedding. And we didn't really crash. We got permission, but we went last minute. And so everything was booked. I was trying to look for Hertz. Everything was sold out, except for Zipcar. But Zipcar's fucking day rate mm-hmm. is astronomical. <laughs> like, it doesn't what even make it? sense that it's a day rate. Um, and it, it also was, depends on like the car too. Well, we got the smallest car, but but what I had talked because like I know Davis is a zip car fanatic hey, or he hey. uses it, but it's not efficient yeah, for a, a day. It's efficient for when you need it for an hour, yeah. two hours, yeah. and so but we needed a car, like go. like a rental car. We needed like a rental car, yeah. and so the customer service were and the way Zipcar is, they're they're parked in different garages yeah. throughout the city. <laughs> so so in there I'm thinking I'm gonna get my little rental car customer service like Enterprise or Budget or Hertz I go in there the man takes my my zip card to unlock the car which is upstairs in the garage he brings it down he doesn't tell me how to lock or unlock the car so I didn't know what I was doing but the car was on I was rolling didn't know where the gas card was but I had an idea like he didn't tell me anything and then he also brought my car in after this lady um was sitting there but she got there after me so I was like this is fucking the worst customer service ever but it's not Zipcar customer service it's a parking garage customer service which is a reflection of Zipcar just a little bit (sighs) She's so mad. But they also email you instructions. <laughs> no, and that's fine. It's <laughs> like, but you can that's read them. No, trust me, before I even got it, I read everything. But that that doesn't mean, like, that's like budget not, budget still tells you uh-huh. what this is. They walk with you. Like, it's still certain things. And, and I gave them, I, they gave me a survey and I lit them up. 
in the comments. Listen, those parking <laughs> garage people don't get paid enough to show for you to your car. Oh, but, no, but but because like, listen, no shade, but I didn't speak the language that the man spoke and the woman and her child did, and he brought her down to Ben's. That's your fault. And he was walking and talking to her and all this other stuff, and uh, I was just like, learn nah, the Espanol. Like, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not learn hearing the that. I'm not, I'm not hearing that. And you get that. yappy treatment. I'm not hearing that. Anywho, that is our air it out. <laughs> Um, on to uh, pop culture things. Yeah. On to pop culture things. So this is a story we kept rolling over for like a good <laughs> several weeks because the article is actually from May. 15. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's about a month, old. almost yeah, a month. But it's but it's still it still happens. Every yeah, single day. right. And so um, I don't remember who initially found this article, but it's basically talking about organizations hazing. And so it was a white fraternity i think this is from buzzfeed it was um the parents of a teen who died after a hazing ritual blamed the fraternity brothers for his murder it was a beta theta pi yeah at penn state he was 19 years old when that happened and so what we were thinking about with with this not just the story in general but the idea of hazing and and kind of talking about the organizations that do it where our stance is on hazing but just a little bit about the story. Um, so the Beta Thigh Pi fraternity and 18 of the, the, um, its brothers faced more than 850 charges. Damn, 850. In, that was a lot. <laughs> uh, including involuntary manslaughter for Piazza's uh, death during a pledging ceremony in, in February. What's the man's full name? Timothy Piazza. Uh, Piazza died from his injuries two days after he was forced to consume a life-threatening amount of alcohol and fell down repeatedly during the fraternity's hazing ritual, according to grand jury findings. Um, none of the brothers called for medical help. Yeah, because he fell down like a flight of stairs. Right? Hours after his, after his first um, fall. And then they attempted to cover up their role in his death by deleting their online exchanges. You're fucking stupid. Uh, I just... <laughs> um, so that was one of the stories. Another story that I wanted to bring up um, was, it says, uh, this is from NBC. Um, and maybe, Tiana, you could talk a little bit more about this, but this, this was, there was um, some hazing that took place for airport employees at yeah. Newark Airport so <laughs> in, New Jer- in New Jersey. Feds investigate a rape table, um, bombshell hazing allegations of custom officers at Newark Airport, which is a little strange. And so the Department of, and this is just so you know, date-wise, just kind of, to kind of put it in perspective. This happened back in May as well. Um, the Department of Homeland Security was investigating allegations that US Customs and Border Protection Agency officers at Newark Airport have been subjecting, uh, have been subjected to sexually abusive hazing by veteran officers, including the pinning down of victims to a rape table that was in quotation marks. Um, one of the officers, her name is Diana C. Fuentes, uh, she told NBC4 New York um, that she was afraid for her life. Um, it's so weird. Like, they, this guy said that they would usually, they would, like, mount them on the table and ride them like a horse. They were fully dressed, but, like, they would just, like, grind on them, like, it, like on this table. Oh. Like, just, like, <laughs> dry pumping yeah. these guys. Yeah. Like It said, once the lights go out, they grab you like a gang and they forcibly throw you on the table. And one officer ended up mounting me and pretty much riding me like a horse, he said, describing his sexual attack. I'm grabbed by other officers against my will. I don't know how much more criminal you can get. And that was from CBP um, <laughs> officer, um, De- no, excuse me, his last name is DeGeronimo. Yeah. Um, oh, the weirdest part. Is they said they used like the theme song from Jackass, the song called Party Boy, and they would play oh it as they God. were doing this in the, the room. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, people, that's wow. why I think we really need to wow. like delve a little bit into the psychology of hazing because it's just such a weird thing. And I know, um, like, 
fraternities do like a lot of homoerotic things too that like some fraternities mm. some fraternities yes, i won't go. say she ain't call out your fraternity just saying just saying they, i've seen i mean but they have there there was a case where um i think it was uh <laughs> let me not even say the fraternity name because i don't want to be wrong but yes. there was a sodomization that happened yes um, and it was a black fraternity. Let's yep. be clear mm-hmm. that that happened. So I I do agree with you. Um, but some some a lot of dumb stuff happens in, in fraternities and sororities. But yeah. But I mean I, I want you to get into the psychology and then I'll throw some thoughts about it because I'm, I'm in a sorority. I'm not going to say what sorority and and I, Davis is in a fraternity. Okay. Uh, so hazing is something that usually occurs within a group. Like it could be the military. It could be like a street gang. It could be a sports team. Um, and it's seen as like making the transition from adolescence to adulthood. You're joining this group because you feel like these people are going to have your back in mm. the long run. And whatever you need to do to get to that point, you will do. Uh, I didn't have that kind of, that. I was just not brought up that way. I never felt like I would do anything just to be a part of a group. But I some people are like that. have four sisters. Being in a sorority had no calling for me. I had enough women telling me what to do. Like, I just didn't need to be a part of something else yeah. where a bunch more women were telling me what the fuck to do. Yeah. That was my, like, that was the reason why I never. Joined. Yeah. yeah. I was just we'll get, like, we'll yeah. get more into it. Um, here are some of the reasons why people join a group that does hazing. Um, they see it as a protection from outsiders and by joining one is assuming that the members of the same group will be protective towards one another. Um, many adolescents are driven by their moods and they tend to make impulsive decisions. As their bodies and identity change, they are feeling insecure in navigating through the riptides of adolescence and it can be difficult. Um, adolescents are seeking the safety of a group that has structure, rules, and an authority figure. Um, it also brings a sense of security, familiarity, promise of other benefits, such as instant friends, parties, or important connections for college or work. It often appears to be the most important task that the adolescent can accomplish. Um, so those are some of the reasons why people want to do this, even though they know, because people tell stories. I'm sure, like, I know, like, fraternities are, like, try to keep it, like, tight-lipped but stories get out yeah and you wonder like how did you like let yourself get paddled that long like did you like (laughs) like how do you in your brain you're just like and it's really that what the outcome is i guess is more important than what they have to do to get there so like the outcome it just outweighs everything else that's going on so i mean how do you guys feel about that like (laughs) yeah what do you guys think of I mean, I'm part of a fraternity myself. Yeah, you know, uh, say what you can so you don't get in trouble. You absolutely, know? you know, <laughs> all within good taste. But I will say this: I think that I think hazing is wrong, because um, obviously, because obviously, it's something that. But I th- but I think that its its original purpose is necessary. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Its purpose in terms of making people work and earn being a part of this organization because okay. it's a lifetime commitment. Right. You know, so whether it's whether it's stuff that they're doing that, you know, and, and there's, there's a connection, there's a psychological connection between the physicality of achieving something and the psychology of achievement. And so going through that, like just with the military, the conditioning to be a part of the military, like you have to earn that because you have to be physically conditioned to be a part of the military for the things that they partake in. And because it's a lifetime commitment of service. So I do agree with some sort of uh, practice in place to kind of filter people out and kind of also put people through some conditioning to be a part of that particular community. 
yeah. or whether it's a fraternity yeah. or something like that. But it's I don't I don't agree with the hazing aspect of how far people take it. Yeah, because there's some things you don't have to do to like, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's what happens. It just gets misconstrued because people take it way too far. Yeah, there's some people that get like high off of being in control and then almost like abusing people because yeah. i mean that's what it is like it's, a I mean, it's some it's a power thing it's like some gang shit like you it jumped yeah. into it close. and you're in it a is. gang forever it is yeah and like what does drinking copious amounts of alcohol have to do with like being nothing. part of <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like, let's get you blackout yeah. drunk and then you could be one of us like right. what it's so stupid did you see burning sands did any of you guys see i didn't i did not watch it really i didn't is that the one with nick jonas no, that's uh, I remember because I remember like, there, there, no, I remember bringing, up to, to bringing this up to you. And you were like, yeah. "No, that's old." And I remember looking at Netflix. I was like, "No, this isn't no, old." It came out this Nick year, Jonas, I think. Yeah. And then this one, Burning Sands, is like a black fraternity. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the head of it. Yeah, so it's basically it like it's just showing like what these boys go through to be a part of fraternities. A lot of paddling, a lot of like beating them up to the point where. They can barely stand up straight. They're like bruised and like hunched over. They're losing their relationships because like at the drop of a dime, they have to go to, you know, the yeah. fr like if the frat brothers are like, go do this. Like they can't, they have to leave. And like they lose girlfriends. They lose like. Know, son. And like it just seems like a lot. Like it's I just think it's too much. It, it is It is an exaggeration. For some, yeah. I, I believe it's true. For I feel some. like it depends on yeah. how big the school is and how mm. Greek life runs it. Well, and we're speaking from that. So we're, spark, we're we're speaking from a fraternity sorority standpoint. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just you guys clarifying. Have, uh, yeah. No, I'm just. I mean, saying. speak from your experience. Because I feel like Nicole just asked like, a question speak about from your experience yeah. about you know. He ain't I mean, gonna my, say shit. He ain't say shit. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, from my experience, it was one of those things that you know I I didn't experience anything to the extremes that we're talking about, and some of these cases have to deal with. Uh, but I know mine was all for the enhancement of intellectual gain as well as physical gain. So there was jogging involved, of mm -hmm. course. Like there's push-ups if, you know, you get some sort of answer wrong and stuff like that. Okay. And to me, that makes sense, you know, because it's, it's, it's allowing you to become your better self. Because you're joining this brotherhood or sisterhood to become a better self and have this community of people who are always working upwards to towards like greatness you know mm -hmm. so but my experiences were i mean it was super chill i mean there was moments where you know you think you can't make it and you want to keep going but you have that the people around you that kind of support you to keep you going and, and then you guys are brothers for life support, yeah it's a okay. support system and you learn things you learn things about yourself mm -hmm. that allow you to become a better person so i i thought your experience sounds so night and day think, from an hbcu like from, from things that i've heard that you've heard yeah where the where the fuck did you go uh. <laughs> yeah st augustine's university that's how, is that hbcu yes oh Okay. But yeah, um, it just—it sounded different. It just sounded different. At Rutgers, I'm pretty sure there was a—I think it was a <laughs> black female chapter that like paddled somebody into the hospital, pretty much. Well, listen. Like, I mean, I mean, it happens. Like, it, people, it does, I'm not going to sit here and do say it. That. <laughs> yeah, people so, are doing listen, it. So I'm I mean, beating my ass. With you a said a lot stick. more than I thought you were going to say jogging and uh, <laughs> push-ups. <laughs> No, like we're just I'm some fitness. Right. <laughs> we just took quizzes <laughs> and worked yeah. our bodies, you know. <laughs> no, on some real stuff. It's and listen, at the end of the day, you know, um the hazing it, it happens, but it's supposed to help you build a bond with the people that you're online mm -hmm. with. That's why yeah. you do it. Um, yeah. And for the, the, po the point that he's making about earning it, where it gets out of hand is you have people that when they get offline, they've never, 
And then I don't even want to call it hazing. They didn't pledge, but they want to pledge the next line that comes in. And this is when you have cases yeah. of people dying mm -hmm. because no one's ever touched you before. So how the fuck would you know what to do to this person to train them, right. mm -hmm. to make them earn this, to, right. to, to help them build a bond? How, with their but how could you... I thought in order to be a part of the fraternity, you have to pass the line. There's there's a lot of different so things is it, that happen. Is it like your parents... No, so listen, this is the thing. What happens is, at least for black Greek letter organizations or BGLOs, you you have to take a test with the national or like with national headquarters. Mm -hmm. Everybody, <laughs> you have to study the organization yeah. and you take a test to get in. Now, that is the process that they put into place and then there's a certain amount of time that you're supposed to actually learn this stuff. Now, what happens before you take that test is where the hazing and the pledging comes gotcha. in. The test still happens, mm -hmm. but the people in the chapter or the organization that you're, that you're working to become a part of, they set their own process in place for you to learn that information. Right. So you can learn take the test so you to pass it and never have to like right. go through Right, that. but then you're actually blacklisted in a way if you don't go through some form of a process. So they call you at least a test. too much bullshit for me to And fraternities, I mean, listen, it, it depends. <laughs> I mean, like, I, everyone joins for different reasons, but yeah. we joined, for some of the reasons that you listed, I was just like, that's not even the reason why Wait, I joined. Like, but like, do you guys yeah. still talk well, to you your... Well, you sense of community? Well, I mean, I joined it for like the actual organization. Like, I was like, this is super dope. I loved the things that I saw. I mean, and yeah. we weren't, you know, on the yard at the time, and when and it was just like this is what I want to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's uh, the same thing. It's the same thing. And you me. find out it's not a utopia when you join. It. It's just like anything. Like you work with people that you don't fuck with. Like it yeah. happens. Like it's okay. not. I think everyone has this idea like fraternities and sororities are supposed to look a certain way, and it's just like nah. Like you're in a community of people that you don't know. I mean, even outside of your line, mm -hmm. you're meeting these people, and the only strength that you have is like, oh, you're a soror or you're a frat. That doesn't mean you're gonna like them off the top. Like that's no. just. Amaya, could you imagine me in a sorority though? Oh god, I don't know. Anywho, <laughs> I'd only like like one person there. No, I was about to say it's just one of those things that you know you have a house. And you're not just gonna let anyone in that house. You love house. Um, he absolutely. loves it. All these fucking oh. analogies. Come on, oh my home. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I just, I'll just. I'll just say like I just hope that people like I don't understand why they have to take it so far right I, and I think that's I where it's, it that's doesn't make any that, sense I guess yeah. if you have a crazy person in the making who's in right. charge of everything then that's but then you where have, it goes but the, downhill the, yeah. I, and then I'll leave this at this last comment but you have people that that have pledged or have been pledged and they go so hard, but they're also the ones that do the least amount for the organization. Absolutely. So that's the irony, right? Like yeah. you, you, you know, you could you can call someone paper paper meaning like they didn't go through a mm -hmm. process, but they're working. I mean, like they're the hardest working person in that organization. And then mm -hmm. someone they that want to get beat up. You know, no, it's not even that. Like, they, they, <laughs> but they join it because they really want to be a part of it. And some people like let that go to their heads about the process and, and fucking people up. And it's not about that. So, no. anywho, let's hit it with the on to you, uh, Tiani, with the Comey oh, story. Some highlights, some quick highlights. All right, let's talk about uh, James Comey's, uh, is it a hearing or a testimony? It's the same thing, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, just some background. We know that um, Donald Trump fired Comey as the FBI director. Um, Comey says that happened. Well, he believes that happened because Trump wanted him to stop investigating his aides and their ties to Russia. Um, Trump claims that he fired Comey because he was performing badly and was a nut job. That's a quote. Um, and so, <laughs> and then Comey, um, basically he wrote memos right after each of their meetings because he had a feeling that he was going to have to defend himself later. We'll talk more about that. 
Right now, let's talk about it right now. Okay. <laughs> so, well, okay, quick, so well, I just want quick highlights. Yeah, some quick, points. Yeah, like the first thing I want to talk about is just the fact that James Comey pointed out immediately that he thought Trump and his administration were liars. Um, mm-hmm. He said, and I quote, uh, the administration chose to defame me and more importantly, the FBI by saying the organization was in disarray, that it was poorly led, that the workforce had lost confidence in its leader. Those were lies, plain and simple, and I'm so sorry that the FBI workforce had to hear them, and I'm so sorry that the American people were told them. So during his the short time, I don't even know how long Donald Trump's been in office, like, like uh, over, you know, 100 it's over 100 days. days over 100 days. Yep. I mean, it's still not a lot. Um, <laughs> he came to the conclusion that, and this is somebody that seems pretty neutral, um, despite what he did with Hillary Clinton, he came to the conclusion that the Trump administration is very untrustworthy, that you cannot take anything that they say. Uh, <laughs> you, you just can't believe in anything that they say. Um, he felt that way to the point where when he was summoned to that dinner with Trump, he decided that, you know what? I think I need to take notes. I need to take very detailed notes. So like keep in mind every single thing that he's saying. And as soon as I'm done, I'm going to go sit down and write this. And I'm going to make sure everything in this memo is not cla- is not classified information so that if I have to, I can share it with the public. And he said he's never felt like he had to do that with President Obama and or just uh, any president before wow. him. Um, and, yeah. George, and George Bush, George W. Bush. So that alone to me worried me the most this person's like hey this is somebody like high up in the fbi and he's just like i need to write down everything yeah so that it just out of and he had to and it was been proven right that mm-hmm. he had to mm-hmm. so that's like the first like do you guys have any comments on how you feel about like the fact that this person had to do this to feel comfortable, to feel safe. No, it doesn't surprise me. Like, I mean, like, it just doesn't surprise me. Just not surprised by anything that happens anymore. I'm just happy he did it. Yeah, 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 he did it. Extremely detailed. Because he was probably recording it and then like, right, like listening to it and writing it. Because there's no way that you can write such detailed stuff just sitting there having like a two hour conversation with someone. I remember every single thing that you said, Yeah, which he probably will get in trouble for that. Because if he definitely like all realness, if he's recording the conversation without him knowing that he's recording the conversation, which duh, that's the only way planted in throughout properties of the white house where you, you know, know that you're being probably made sure well, yeah, you, know, you know things have to be recorded that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm, that's what i'm thinking yeah. but either way it was that's how recorded and that how, like uh, a, there's no way of convincing me that he, nothing was recording he just wrote everything from memory so he did you know he did what he okay. had to do okay i mean he knew shit was gonna hit the fan he did what he had to do i'm just not surprised by anything that happens anymore mm-hmm. That's a lot of writing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, but I mean, if you come out the meeting, you're fresh off of it. It's like, but I got that. Yeah, you might remember every single detail. thing if you do it immediately, I guess. Like, as soon as you know. walk out the door, but, you come don't on, think so? Lamp, lamp positioning? The but, way the drapes work? But he's been the... the F- detail was immaculate. The thing is... <laughs> maybe as a photographic memory. He's, he's the... F, he was the FBI director. Women been doing that since Yeah, he like, does have the FBI director. Yeah. yeah. And he's FBI, been to school yeah, for, sure. for that but stuff, I too. Agree. Women yeah. have been doing that. I see what you're Women saying. been doing that their whole life. And then what's the last <laughs> one about the caping? I um, 
Well, I, I just wanted to also state that um, he started to almost seem fearful of Trump. Like, he was afraid to be noticed by him yeah. and stuff and, like, try to blend into the background because he didn't even want to talk to him. I doubt it. <laughs> he, <And then> there, <laughs> Trump didn't know that he was in a friend zone. There was a specific moment where Trump cleared out the conference room, including the attorney general, to be like, I hope you can see your way clear of letting this go. Talking about Michael Flynn and like mm-hmm. his finding out his ties. Like, and he said, I feel like I took that as almost an order. Like he wanted me to forget about Michael Flynn completely and just let that go. And, um, and he of course decided not to do that, mm-hmm. but it just goes to show that he was like, really like Donald Trump is like, I can't trust him. I can't follow this president. Um, and my next point was, um, this baby, I think Georgette brought it up that um, Comey is he considered a public whistleblower? Um, because there are people who are saying that, like Nikki said, that he he like uh, did something illegal by releasing those memos. Um, he I don't know if it. that was illegal though. No, no, oh. people are saying. I'm oh, not. Saying, I'm not saying it. But most um, like most experts in this were saying like, no, it's not. He, he had they were classified. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> But you know, uh, Trump's personal lawyer is going after because that's course. his job. He has to do yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, so. but he knows. Saying, <laughs> I mean, do you guys think? Because you you kind of said it. Like, do you think he he was like a whistleblower or like like what do you think? I think he's just a whistleblower in the sense of telling the public what they already knew about what's going on in Congress and the White House. I think it's but helpful like, to hear from somebody that high up in the FBI that like Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. like yeah, you well, know, he's, he's he could be shady him. too and like trying to save his own ass. Like did mm-hmm. we'll just never know. But like he did what he had to do to save his ass, like yeah. in all honesty. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like we listen, at this point I feel like everybody's shady. So I it really could be possible that he did some shady shit and he's like, Oh, you trying to take me out? Not before I take you out, and was like, "Bam!" Here's oh, the so memos. You think Comey could have also been doing some? Yeah. Okay. No I one's safe. <laughs> no, no one's <laughs> no one's safe. Uh, he, he did what he could within the confines of not necessarily yeah. investigation. Right. Was, yeah. Well, he's yeah. a private citizen now, so yeah. yeah. Good for him. Go and, ahead, Paul Revere. Uh, just how do you get a follow up <laughs> job after that? Like, I mean, none of this like you, you said is surprising. All do you go to like? like the YMCA as a counselor and like I used to be the head of FBI <laughs> but I can create Clearly great gonna retire <laughs> I, could, I could create I could create great go programs for the, the kids <laughs> the local police force he's young um, though like the, la- the last bullet point is just um like we know rep- some republicans are gonna back trump no right. matter what he does yeah. yeah like paul sure. ryan they've been calling him spyless for the, like the past two weeks because his response was that Donald Trump is new to this, so he doesn't know Excuses. different levels of government and stuff like but that. But the people around him aren't. Exactly. So that's but, then, but then it also doesn't make him look good either, because basically saying he is not qualified for this job. Duh. Like, Duh. like so that doesn't really help your points. Like, because they're saying, yeah, we shouldn't have elected him then. And it's like, <laughs> duh. So, like, oh, Paul the whole thing is just, it's just making our country look so stupid, and it's just pissing me off. Like, it's just every day there's a new Donald Trump bullshit thing happening. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess for a lighter note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, you want to kick the story off? Or? No, no. Okay, great. So, uh, <laughs> yes, this was actually funny. Um, so, Amber Rose uh, promoted her upcoming slut walk um, with um, 
uh, IG posts, Instagram posts, um, showing her pubic hair. Uh, Which, by the way, I'm surprised she has. Yeah, so Amber Rose promoted, um, she was promoting her slut walk by posting this provocative picture, but she had a bra on and she had no, underwears on, uh, no underwear on, but she wasn't showing her vagina, she was just showing the top of her yaya. And posted on Instagram, it got taken down, so she posted it on Twitter, and um, she got a lot of mixed reviews or comments um, about her post, and, and she actually started going back and forth with Pierce Morgan, like the clap back. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of people just feel like the fact that she's, she's doing this or showing um, her people care to promote you know, feminism, they think it's just ass backwards. Um, some people are like, oh, that's where all her hair was. So like from her head. Uh, <laughs> savages. <laughs> the carpet that was is, so funny. The carpet does not match the curtains, But there was guys. this thing called, it was the Amber Rose Challenge, hashtag Amber Rose Challenge. And so people were actually like recreating it, but using like pets or like fake bushes <laughs> outside awesome. of their clothes. So it was, so so awesome. it, was <laughs> it was kind of funny. But the real question is to get to the point and, and really wanting you all to, to, to talk about this was, do you all think um, there's anything wrong with her I guess hashtag bring back the bush is what she was promoting with her showing her pubic hair in, in regards to promoting um, feminism uh, well, pr- promoting her slut walk which is about uh, feminism and okay. you know this, do you think she was over sexualizing anything uh, with, with that pubic hair photo no I mean, I okay go I, ahead Davis I mean I wouldn't okay go ahead Davis yeah, yeah. bring the bush back like you know so here's the thing okay. here's, here, no, no, <laughs> that's no. so random I know but here's the thing <laughs> bring the bush back I just think that <laughs> Uh, by American standards, we're quite prude when it comes to these things. Mm. Um, and when you go over in Europe, it's a lot different. Yeah, that's true. You know, they take it a lot further, but they're a lot more, you know, there's there's less slut shaming, for example. Mm. They're just a lot more comfortable and they're willing to bear a lot more. And I think that it's just, I mean, it still baffles me to this day why we're, we're so okay with violence in film. But as soon as a woman shows a nipple, there's a problem. So I think it's totally fine. It wasn't over-sexualized and... I think people should just get over it, especially America. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, I don't know if you all saw the photo that, because like, in the on the Bossip article, when she was going back and forth with Piers, Piers was like, Piers Morgan said, like, put that away, thanks, love. <laughs> and so, like, they were going back and forth. But she posted a photo of Adam Levine. Yeah. With um, which I his, he was completely naked, and a woman's hand was over his private parts, and she was like, so what? What's what's different with Adam Levine? He was exactly. like, oh, he was promoting prostate cancer and something. But why else. did a woman's but hand have to be on a dick? Like, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> so he could um, have covered it himself. Yeah. Right, avoid. and so yeah. Thoughts, I mean, Nick? you're cool with it. I, I, if her kids are gonna me. make get made fun of in school but i mean like that's really where you kind of have to think about at this point is like your children, your kids, but. Okay. What I'm like I said, I'm surprised she clear. Had, her bush was very like faded, shamed. But yeah, it was very tame. It was very tame. It was very like Yes, it was like a line. It was a line. It was like this. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Anywho, there's a little more. I don't know. Yeah, thank you. People who have vaginas. Thank you. Uh, we can tell you. Thank you. Yeah, this we have. We know what that, that's, that's <laughs> not, a line. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very. It was. Okay. It was. It was tamed. Like yeah. I, but get, I get it. I get the problem with it because it is just like. Ugh. All right, but there's probably a million other ways you could have fucking promoted this the slut walk, but yeah. you do you. Yeah, like, whatever. I'm not you mad still got whatever. You still you still got four point seven k retweets and people are still gonna well, show. We'll definitely but my problem is, is that Piers Morgan just feels like he needs to fucking comment on, on every everything fucking thing yeah. that's happening, every and then and then eventually he has to eat his words, like the whole fucking Ariana Grande thing. Like he just needs to not talk 
or think before he talks because I think that's what's happening. He's not thinking before he talks. And so he comes off very disrespectful. This picture wasn't just directly sent to him. So calm the fuck down. If you don't want to look at it, don't fucking look yeah, at it. Well, that was a look at it. Yeah. yeah. If you got a fucking problem yeah, with it, unfucking follow yeah. me and don't look at the picture. Right. We definitely gonna have to take this conversation to, to social media because I want to hear people's comments about this. I but saw it. I was just like, my okay, girl, like that, right. I will fucking be taking those pictures too. Yeah. Like, I heard that. her stomach was. I was just yeah. like, yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. Did they Glossy. Photo, did they like I said, I was like, did they Photoshop touch up right. stuff on, the, on her face? Fade on that thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought it was. I just, but like I said, I'm surprised that she has that because of the things that she wears you never yeah, notice right. and you think peaky now so good for her so She's got a good groomer yes no anywho <laughs> that was pop culture with things on to reasons why we drink reasons why we drink um so i told told the ladies that i was inspired <laughs> this topic actually inspired me from from an event that i went to with some people that i'm cool with and so the question is can savages people that are i mean promiscuous cheaters don't give a fuck about other people kind of do their own thing can they really turn over new leaves and my thoughts were like you know if you knew somebody back in school and you just knew that they um they they had no regard for for the opposite sex and when they came to dating they ran through as many people as possible and then they eventually get married or they settle down do you think that their old ways can just immediately disappear or you're like nah i'm gonna give them i'm gonna give them two like two years or a couple of months or something like that so throw it out there on the floor notice how i kept it gender neutral because i want to say men <laughs> Now women are so kind of savages too. Man, no, savage. but it's 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 for whoever. I mean, I yeah, because women are savages, can be savages. Per, personal can problem be savages. can be savages. Personal <laughs> problem. Go ahead, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> personal experience. No, I mean, I, yeah, obviously it's gender neutral, uh, but I do think that savages can turn over new leaves um, because I mean. <laughs> In the end, no matter what, for whatever reasons that they were savages in the first place. Can you uh, name some experiences of, like, did you know women back in the day that were, <laughs> not, not saying names, but it's people that you. Do I know women back in the day? Did, did, did they get married? Did they, whatever that, that you Absolutely. knew? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I know a few. And so, yeah, it's possible. I think we all go through these phases where we're just kind of exploring. You call your whole phase. The yeah. And testing the waters and really exploring the, like, the bounds or the limits that you can go to and just enjoying yourself and having fun. And I think it depends on the person and who they meet. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, like I could definitely be a savage and be like, Oh my God. Um, everybody's hounding me. I guess I should get married. Yeah. yeah let's get married. Let's do this. And definitely and still, still be, be a savage. savage. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And you're going to let me be a savage. So it's great. Yeah. So I really think it depends on like the counterpart and like the person that they're with. And if, For sure if that person really brings them out to want to change. I definitely have a friend who used to be a savage and you know, she settled down. She had two kids, but I know that if there's ever a situation where her dude acts up, she's stepping out. She could See, definitely show him a world that he never knew before. Right. A world of hurt that she's never, that he's <laughs> never known before. But she put that all away for him. Like she decided it's time. Like there's no point. Like this is the person yeah, but I'm so with. But is it for be, him or is it for her? Savage, you know what I mean? Though. Well, it, it kind of is for both. You After a while, it gets tiring. Do Like, coming up with the stories and the line and keeping your story straight and, like, exhausting. dealing with a bunch of different people. Like, that shit gets exhausting after a while. And so if you find somebody that you are willing to ride with that's willing to ride with you, then, you know, you kind of, like, take a break from that. You retire that. But 
Uh-oh. You do, you know, you fuck up. It's then it's very easy to go right back to it. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it was a fun event, but some of us were because we were, um, we were when we were at the event. We, as we're hearing other people talk about this person, we're just like, "Do you know that person?" Because I don't know that person. I've never heard these things about this person. But you know, in my mind, we're just like, you know, maybe it's a thing. It could actually happen. Like I mm-hmm. knew this person in in yeah. school. But the person that I'm hearing about now, it could, it could have happened. <laughs> That's why you weren't invited. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, Tia, any thoughts real quick? I think anybody has the ability to change. Like eventually I, it gets it gets old to just keep sleeping with people. And if you find the love of your life, then you'll want to do the right thing. That's what I assume. So yeah. I think, I mean, like Nikki said, she said her friend can be a savage if she want if he stepped out on her but as long as they stay faithful to each other and he does the right thing she won't do it so that mm-hmm. to me is a reformed savage yeah. i mean she may like resort to it but only for like the biggest reason possible which you would almost not wrong her for that but like, yeah go ahead and be a savage he deserves it so yeah. i think anybody can He's change already. yep yeah. taking this to social media too <laughs> so um now we're going to end with our mood this is something new davis you haven't been here for mood but mm-hmm. um this is where we kind of talk about what mood we're in but we brought you on to specifically talk about um the film that you and i are working on but yes, yes. so we, we're going to wrap this up so davis i'll kick it to you real quick just tell us a little bit about the film and how can they can support and all that other stuff yeah totally so in terms of mood, feeling great about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> but um, no, uh, Georgette and I are producing this uh, this really awesome film about an eight-year-old boy that sets out on an intergalactic mission to find his missing father. And it's a story of love, loss, and imagination. And it's really awesome because one of the themes has to do with how kids deal with grief mm-hmm. and healing after a traumatic event or a loss. And so I think it's something that's really important that needs to be talked about because a lot of times we just assume that kids aren't really paying attention to the things yeah. that they're going mm. through, but they're manifesting it in different ways. And it if it's Good not point. dealt with, it can it could it could definitely turn into more deeper um, things as they get older and actually cause them to act out in different ways. So, you know, it's a really awesome film, but at the core of it, I think what's really important is that it's about this black kid that wants to go into space. And so it's really awesome. We have the affiliation of rainbows.org and yeah, right now we're doing an Indiegogo campaign to raise money for it. Ahem, ahem, ahem. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we get table. it. Uh, we get it. Donate. <laughs> and why? <laughs> get it. Of course. <laughs> I call, I'll wow. do it when I do it. Don't you rush me to do me. it. We got 11 <laughs> days, y'all. Lastly. <laughs> we got 11 days. Okay. Uh, but yes. I saw your email earlier today. Oh, thank you. Know. I appreciate it. I'll do it when I'm good and ready And to do yes, it. and shout out to the people that when I sent that yeah. email out again, they were like, bah, ka, 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 and they donated today. You don't scare <laughs> so me, Jordan. So they don't get it again. That's why. Um, <laughs> no, they're going to get one more. But go ahead. Uh, that was My <laughs> mood is the same as yours. Uh, but go ahead, Nick. Uh quick for anyone who doesn't know the people of puerto rico have voted to become a 51st state really will it happen yeah okay well if it becomes a 51st state the government has to bail us out because we're under like it's sad actually but what happens is it's up to the government and the government isn't going to take on another state that they have to take care of so unfortunately everybody thinks the puerto ricans have it so easy but at last we do not but at least i had the puerto rican day parade this past past, okay (laughs) i I didn't go to it Um, but second mood is i am going to florida so i will not be here next week but i am finally meeting um my future baby daddy's family Hey. So, uh, baby daddy's family. Yeah. Okay. Baby daddy family. Uh, baby 
so I'm sure I'll have fun stories to talk about next time I'm on. <laughs> okay. Yes. But it's going to be fun. Super excited. Can't wait. Not yeah. nervous at all. <laughs> uh, my mood is everyone should watch uh, Master of None season two. Ooh, I couldn't yes, even get past yes, the first episode yes. of the first season. No, but the second so season good. is so Didn't good. I, talk to you about that? I wish you could I just get definitely season one. Yeah. Yeah. Season two is so did. good. It's like, so good. Uh, yeah, I like first date, Thanksgiving, and New York, I Love You are my favorite three episodes. It's great. Like, just Golly. watch it. Just start from there. Just Tiani, start from New York, I Love You is one of the most, like, incredible episodes I've ever Okay, made. here we go. It's oh, great. The gag fest begins. <laughs> Over great, though. That. All right. That's um, right. Th- Davis, thank you for coming on and for joining sure. us. Um, yes, like we said, Indiegogo's had a life fight film. You can find us online, uh, Venting and Vino at Gmail. Um, venting Vino Pod on Twitter and Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter at Georgette or Instagram Georgette Pierre. You can Word. find me on Instagram at Tiani Wa and Twitter at Tiani War. And you guys can hit me. At, let's do Instagram this week. You guys can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Nikki Trends okay. with a Z. <laughs> And you can find me on Instagram at uh, underscore Mr. Underscore Northern, and also on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Northern. Which you don't tweet. Hey. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't tweet either. <laughs> She's calling that. Is there, a Facebook, page? Is there a Facebook page? Yes. And there's also, Ooh. yes. And there's a Facebook Ooh. page. I mean, you can find me on Facebook, Davis Northern, but there's also a Facebook page for Satellite Flight. Go and like the page. And Satellite Flight Film. On all of that information is also on our Venting and Vino's Facebook, Facebook page. page. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Right on.